On this episode of Documental, I'm speaking with Brian Bonella. Brian, thank you so much for coming on. What up, what up, Alejandro and all his audience, all his, you know, beautiful, wonderful audience. Glad to be a part of this. The pleasure's all sure. mine, Brian. I wanted to talk a little bit about mental frameworks. You have an awesome post on your profile about this that really had me thinking and probably a lot of other people as well. So could you give us some more information about how this actually works? Yeah, so a lot of people don't actually know that I improvised that thread for the most part after watching a Sam Ovens video and was dearly disappointed about wasting an hour and a half of my time thinking I was going to get some uh, actionable advice and ended up finding out more trivial information about his wedding and, and his diet and, and things that actually have no substance that I figured I'll actually create or not create myself because it's more or less modeled after things that were created before, but model a, a new framework for people to be able to make decisions while they're juggling all the roles and tasks that they have as a business owner, entrepreneur, investor, because all these terms are used interchangeably, but they have distinct characteristics and, 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 and key proponents to each one that people need to be aware of, especially if they're making uh, decisions or or uh, going about doing tasks from different from a different perspective right from different roles and stuff like that so I thought it was vital piece of information and I was happy to see that it was so well received for sure the goal is to help us make better decisions as business owners but also as individuals or how does that uh, play into this oh definitely more for business applications right so a sole proprietor is going to find himself juggling those different roles uh, in his business, and he needs to be able to frame his, uh, his mindset to be able to make decisions that are congruent with the role that he's currently playing in. So general, the general uh, consensus of that thread that I wanted people to learn from is that you need to establish relationships and partnerships with people that are gonna better reflect your strengths and weaknesses because it's impossible to do it on your own. So that's the general consensus I wanted uh, for people to take out of it. But not everyone is in that position, right? They might not have the network or they may not be as mature in their skill set or in their business as uh, other people around them. So what I encourage them to do is to always be aware from which role they're making those decisions from and to, and to more closely focus that decision-making on that specific uh, quadrant or from that specific perspective. I think crazy how we never had a course or any type of teachings growing up on decision-making when it's probably the most important thing that we could come across in our professional and personal lives. Oh, absolutely. I definitely check, uh, ask people to check out stuff like game theory. And there's also another term named after the, the psychologist or the philosopher that created it. I would probably have to uh, go back and re uh, to reference it to pull the name, but uh, I definitely. Nash, right? uh, what's up? Was it Nash? Ah, no, it's, it's, the name it completely escaped me, but it's uh, along the same uh, methodology as game theory. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's on the same same uh, playing field as what game theory is, and 
And that would be the other uh, component that I would definitely urge every entrepreneur to look up. Right, because I mean, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you're going out and creating something out of nothing. So you're dealing with all these disparate pieces of information and trying to make the best type of decision on these variables. So it benefits you as a business owner to understand what your role is, if I understand what you're saying, and to use these tools correctly to your advantage. I read a book too called The Giver that kind of uh, explains how business is not a zero sum game in the sense of, and it uses partnerships as an example, and I'm kind of paraphrasing it loosely, but it would be in a partnership, never 50-50, that relationship, that relationship in order a partnership to be successful, it's 100% versus 100%, each partner given its, its maximum effort and not its half of its effort, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you were to put your half of your effort into anything, the likelihood of it being successful is slim. So two people half-assing one thing is not going to get it done either. So it's definitely not zero-sum. On that point, to choose your partners correctly in business, right? Yep. And, it, and that, that model that I, from that thread gives you kind of a good starting place for, for both, both uh, individual parties to sit down and, and start being able to narrate their, their roles, their positions within that, or the parameters within that agreement. You know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, listeners should definitely check out all this information. And another point that Brian, you know, does a great job in explaining to us is systems. So could you touch upon systems a little bit online, how we can leverage these tools? Yeah, man. So I definitely talk about systems a lot. Uh, you'll see me and Rogue always uh, putting out tidbits or I'll piggyback off of his stuff uh, more often than not. Um, there's too many uh, ways to, to look at systems in the sense of how it could be beneficial to someone, especially someone that operates anything that have to necessarily be a business. Right. Uh, before I even go into systems, though, I kind of have to bring up the definition of economics. Right. The, the real definition of economics is management of one's household. So being able to kind of. Uh, kind of understand the inputs versus out, out, outputs in someone's household. Systems allows you to create the, uh, uh, the rules at, at which you can then have better economics within your, uh, your environment. Is that it, it gives your, uh, the economics within your environment, right? Whether it's your household or your business, it gives it a, a rule, a set of rules or parameters for you to be able to uh, operate on a constant instead of on an unpredictable basis. You always want to operate yeah. at a constant because it's all business is always about a numbers game. And, and that's something that no one's going to refute. So you have to operate at a constant and not, and not this uh, stop and go, this infusion of cash, this uh, uh, always launching something that you'll see people constantly on the hamster wheel. Uh, that's exactly what you don't want. That's the unpredictability side of it. Yeah. And systems allow you to automate a lot of processes. Is that correct? Absolutely. So now, not only does system help you make more money, it helps curb costs within your environment as well. So when I'm doing, when I'm dealing with enterprise and corporate clients, one of the biggest key points within the sale is how much money I can actually take away from their bottom line and put back into their pocket. Uh, really, it's not always about maximizing a return of something, but if you can minimize the input, you're scaling. Right.
Right, if, no, you can get the, if, if you can get the same output out of less input, you're scaling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you're and, leveraging and, time. And that, ex and that extremely higher tiers at large, large scales are lost mass when the company's at critical mass. That is practically the only way they can scale. From a practical standpoint, I know that listeners really like to hear an examples of how they can use a system. And one thing that comes to mind that I know gets a lot of talk in our circles of business and entrepreneurship is uh, Zapier. So uh, how, what are some examples of using Zapier to your advantage? And how would you recommend that listeners go about doing that? Yeah, I love Zapier. It's uh, definitely one of the most reliable uh, platforms for you to do API automation. It's VC-backed, uh, so it's funded. It's not going to go anywhere. Um, almost every major platform has or has uh, is going to have an integration with Zapier. So I definitely recommend it being a staple for everyone's businesses especially getting started out even if you're you're just connecting stripe to google sheets to keep track of like uh income and revenue it, it, there's so many different ways that you could apply these simple data entry automations um but i would definitely recommend someone that doesn't know uh what auto api automation is or has never done it before hasn't getting, uh, gotten started with it with it yet to definitely look up iftt or I think it's three T's, I-F-T-T-T. It's called If This, Then That. Basically, it kind of explains in a, more, in a more elementary sense what automation is, and it plays around. It's a lot more friendlier with the apps that people tend to use every day, like the social media and stuff like that. So they'll be instantly, instantly be able to plug in their, their I-F-T-T uh, T, uh, integrations with stuff that they're using today on a daily basis. And then once they get comfortable with that, definitely jump over to Zapier and start playing around with the back end of your business. You won't regret it. hundred percent. And, and um, there are so many examples of using Zapier and all these automation tools to your advantage. I mean, even if you have a nine to five job and you don't have time to be, I don't know, prospecting or looking for cool products, say you do arbitrage, you can connect through IFTT you know, listings on Craigslist that go straight to your email so you get a notification. I mean, that's just one example of how you can leverage these tools, as you say. Yeah, are there any other points on systems that you could briefly mention to our listeners so they have a, a good introduction? Any other tools that come to mind or websites or ideas? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing to always keep in mind is that business is a creative outlet. That's kind of how I got into the space in the first place. I'm a creative. There is no right or wrong way to do absolutely anything and, and, and anything entrepreneurial. So the one key proponent that you should always implement is testing. Research, develop, and test everything that you do. Because the one thing that's working for, that doesn't work for everybody else might just work for you. And it's all about being as creative as you can and then putting in the repetitions, be able to uh, have some sort of a formula that you're not all over the place, but you're always testing something as well. Um, so have some sort of structure. Uh, don't test everything at once, right? We might only test design this month instead of the copy as well, et cetera, et cetera. But it should always be looked upon creatively and not archaically where it's like, you know, r right, wrong, because this guy or said so, or because this company did it and et cetera, et cetera. So. Definitely just get creative with it. Let it flow. That's basically the one tidbit I definitely drop. 
you see a lot of you see a lot you know on the market i don't know if we'll have time to speak about that today maybe we'll, we'll save that for another another interview for sure especially because you only want to keep it 20 30 minutes i don't know what mark we're at now but yeah but no brian those are some great tips to close the episode can you give listeners an idea of where they can find you online and any projects you're currently involved in yeah, you're going to find me on every platform with the same handle. So Brian underscore DV1G. If you want to hire me, I'll have my page finished, brianbonella.com. If you want to hire my team, you can go to youronlinebiznow.com. Or if you want to join the group, it's diversityone.group. These are all things I'm executing in real time right now. Uh, yeah, I would definitely would love to have the opportunity to speak with you on, on your podcast again about, you know, sales marketing how i feel about the the ecosystem at large and stuff like that i think people will be very interested in hearing about that thanks so much sir for sure brian thanks so much